is a production of burgundyblog.com. Hey, it's Brent. It's Wednesday, April 26th. This bumper is going to be my attempt to relay to you, hopefully in some detail, what I have been told about a conversation that took place six days ago in Loudoun County between a Redskins fan and the recently fired uh, former GM of the Redskins, Scott McLuhan. All right, so if you're confused about that part, let me elaborate. Um, I came into contact via Twitter with uh, somebody who's pretty active on Twitter and who has been a longtime Redskins fan, and whose Twitter handle I'm not going to include here, but it's not like some big mysterious secret, and I suppose if you really desperately needed to know, uh, I could probably talk to you about it via that medium. Anyway, I got in touch with this guy, and admittedly he was unfamiliar to me previously, uh, but I, I learned that he had had this conversation by happenstance after coming across Scott McLuhan at a gas station, uh, specifically at the Shell station in Lansdowne. And these two talked about some very Redskins-specific stuff for a surprisingly long time. And I learned a lot of information about what Scott is thinking about the team right now and about his recent departure. And, um, well, it just interested me, and I thought it might interest you. Now, before I even get into any of this information or recounting any of the details of this conversation, I want to address a couple of objections that many of you are sure to have. Number one. This is absolutely 100% third-hand information, okay? I am not Scott McLuhan. I am not the person who talked to Scott McLuhan, but I spoke fairly extensively with the person who talked to Scott McLuhan, all right? If all of that is a big obstacle to you um, in terms of your uh, likelihood of giving two hoots about what I'm about to say, or if that compromises, in your opinion, my credibility or the usefulness of, of this entire transmission, so be it. Just Go ahead and shut it off. Don't listen. Um, I, I don't have a rebuttal for that. That's what this is, okay? Um, I, as I just said, I, I don't know this guy uh, from Adam, to be frank, prior to having spoken with him. Um, but I, I feel, honestly, like having having sort of been in this pseudo business for a little while, I have a pretty good sense and a pretty good intuition for when facts match together and when they don't. And I vetted this guy in this situation pretty extensively. And you're just going to have to... Uh, I guess be satisfied with the uh, w- with my assertion that this this whole situation s- does not seem fishy to me, and everything really added up pretty darn nicely. And I think basically everything that this cat told me was fully true. Second objection will no doubt be well, um, McLuhan is biased. Uh, he he's an interested and involved party. He may not be telling the truth, um, and furthermore, he may be. Uh, possibly even sworn to some degree of secrecy if, for example, non-disclosure agreement either in place or potentially in place um, resulting from the ongoing legal proceedings that we presume to be happening between McLuhan and the Redskins right now. Uh, and again, I got I really got nothing. I mean, you're right. These are Scott McLuhan's words. He is certainly biased. I'm actually quite interested in this because I am interested in his direct bias. Uh, and, and, and it may be that he has to withhold things right now for legal reasons. I mean, I really don't know. Again, these are, this is just 
the context of the situation and something that you're going to have to deal with if you care to put any stock in, uh, in the quotes that I'm about to relay. Objection number three, I'm sure, is going to be, well, Scott left the team like a month or more ago, and he's not around and it, anymore, and, and it doesn't, you know, what he has to say doesn't really matter anymore, and things have changed, and the team's direction has, has changed, and, you know, they're, they're a new team without him. Um, well, you know what, on some level that also yet again is true. Um, he's not in the building anymore. And, and, and so this is ancient history. I mean, I I don't know, I guess it's actually not that ancient. And I still think about this, uh, repeatedly, um, pretty much every day, which is sad, but, um, you know, he, he was an extremely important figure, uh, obviously in this, in this, uh, in, in the recent history of this, uh, organization, and um, it is true that whatever he thinks about what's going on now no longer directly matters because he has no no um, direct influence uh, henceforth. Um, but I certainly think his very intimate recent involvement lends a certain credence to what he has to say about expectations for the future of the team. Okay, so here we go. I'm just going to run through kind of like almost like as bullet points some of the things that uh, McLuhan touched on in his conversation with my new acquaintance. Uh, I'm going to not directly read them, but um, reel them off in the order that they came up in my direct message conversation. Uh, So here we go. First interesting uh, thing that Scott said, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but he uh, uh, repeated or confirmed, I guess, that Indeed, uh, he and Bruce Allen, prior to his termination, had a conversation in which Bruce told him, essentially, no one here likes you. And because uh, Scott McLuhan is is and was so confident that that's just flagrantly false, um, Scott's impression as of right now is that, indeed, uh, Bruce was ragingly jealous of Scott's popularity with the players and with the fans, and essentially that uh, Bruce Allen hated how much success uh, was being attributed to Scott McLuhan uh, rather than to Bruce himself. Next interesting thing he said is that he's going to be moving back to Colorado in May, uh, so next month. Uh, I think that's interesting only because I'm personally going to kind of use that as um, (laughs) a way to judge maybe the, the honesty and accuracy uh, or fidelity of this entire conversation. So keep an eye out for that. If we catch wind that uh, Scott McLuhan has indeed relocated back to Colorado in May, um, perhaps that will give you one additional layer of confidence in in the, the remainder of these remarks. Next thing, and this interests me and, and possibly you uh, greatly, uh, is that Scott said it is true that the Redskins are using Scott's board, or at least uh, Scott's heavily influenced board, for um, not only the draft, and obviously that hasn't transpired yet, so we'll see what happens. But more interestingly, he confirmed that that was uh, the case for free agency. Now, again, this conversation happened less than a week ago. So all of the Redskins' 2017 offset, uh, offseason free agent acquisitions had already come on board. I mean, this this stuff has happened. So Scott had had a chance to see who the Redskins signed. And then after that, he made this comment that, yeah, they're using my board. So, you know, having seen that they went out and on day one tracked down uh, Stacey McGee and Terrell McLean, and that they eventually signed Pryor and that they eventually signed Brown and that they had, of course, signed Swearinger somewhere in there too. Uh, McLuhan has, has seen these transactions come to pass and he is now confirming that, yeah, um, those moves have my fingerprints all over them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, McLuhan asserted that this idea of Dan Snyder as 
uh, a handsy, interactive, meddling owner, at least currently in 2015, 16, 17, is, quote, overblown, and that Dan was, quote, hardly there. And in fact, uh, McLuhan relayed that at one point, McLuhan asked Dan Snyder if he wanted to see his board, and Dan Snyder said, no, I trust you. Iterated, in fact, and emphasized that Snyder absolutely let McLuhan do his job unencumbered. With regard to McLuhan's immediate future, he said he is back to, or will soon be back to, running his scouting service, which, of course, is what he was doing before the Redskins hired him. He said, quote, he has five offers on the table right now. Uh, so I guess we'll see if any of those come to fruition. He did not assert to my new friend um, that he was necessarily going to be taking a team up on any of those specific offers, but supposedly there are some irons in the fire. Here's an encouraging thing that McLuhan told my source. He said, and he used the phrase, keep the faith, but he he said that there is uh, good reason to remain confident in the future of the franchise. This, this I think, is a pretty interesting thing for him to say, having, uh, you know, considering uh, <laughs> what what just went down with uh, with his relationship with the organization and, and its main leaders. But he said uh, that the Redskins fans have reason to remain confident because there are, quote, a lot of good people still in the building, but he feels very strongly that they, all caps, must hire a true personnel guy because there is not one of those in the building right now. And McLuhan told uh, my source that it would be a mistake to promote Doug Williams to GM officially because Doug Williams is a quote good guy, but he quote doesn't know personnel. So there you have uh, McLuhan's thoughts on at least one uh, possible candidate to succeed him. McLuhan told my source at one point when he was apparently feeling sort of nostalgic that he really loved most about his job being on the field at games and at practices, watching players and quote getting hyped with the players. He said that was absolutely his favorite part because he had such a deep love for the players and for the experience of game day. In the process of, of confirming that statement, as I mentioned previously about uh, Bruce Allen telling him that basically no one in the organization liked him, uh, McLuhan sort of went on, went, went into a little anecdote about that, that day or, or even that moment. And he said that, uh, at one point after the free agent board and draft boards essentially were fleshed out, uh, he said that one one day Bruce sort of surprisingly just called him into his office. And Scott says here that he said to himself, uh, shit. <laughs> uh, and that's uh with seven H's. So he knew immediately that something was up, something was amiss, and that he was about to get an earful. And indeed, uh, when, when he went over there to Bruce's office, um, Bruce just started going off on him. McLuhan emphasized at another point in the conversation that he, quote, loved the organization, the team, the owner, the fans, and the area. And so this was, as you might imagine, I mean, I think it comes as no surprise, but this was very, very hard on him. He took this uh, really hard. He is emotionally devastated, or was, at least initially, but he actually re reiterated, even at that juncture, that um, for the fans of the Redskins, that they should uh, remain hopeful uh, because he thinks that uh, in terms of the, the overall trajectory of the team, at least in the short and, and medium term future, he has pretty high hopes for the team. He really thinks that, uh, that there's a good chance that they're going to become a legitimate contender soon. Here's the last big thing, and I saved the best for last. Uh, I'm going to tell you about what... McLuhan told 
my new friend, uh, about Kirk Cousins and his thoughts and expectations about Kirk Cousins for the next couple of seasons. Brace yourself. McLuhan thinks Kirk Cousins is a, quote, goner. McLuhan apparently feels that Kirk Cousins was strongly inclined to stay. I don't want to go with if and only if, although that was kind of implied in the conversation I had. But McLuhan feels that Kirk Cousins' intention to stay was tied closely to McLuhan staying. Um, This branched into uh, a, a part of the conversation that made it very clear to me that Scott McLuhan felt and still feels that, um, at least in relation to other members of the Redskins' front office and leadership, that he was very much the most closely, or certainly one of the two most closely, if you consider Gruden, most closely aligned um, with Cousins. Uh, in fact, he expressed great confidence in Kirk Cousins. He said several other things. I won't recount all of them, but several things to indicate his his belief in Kirk Cousins and his feeling that uh, they could have made sweet music together, basically, but that Scott's departure is, is uh, unfortunately for us, I think, or for Kirk Cousins fans, a, a thing that will be taken very seriously into consideration uh, when Kirk Cousins uh, ultimately makes the final decision to sign or not to sign an extension. And uh, I kind of dug in on this a little bit, and my source says that McLuhan feels that it's, quote, almost 100% certain that Cousins is going to go to another team after the season, quote, unless they overpay him to an extent that he absolutely can't refuse. I realize that that part, of course, is sort of common sense and almost goes without saying. But again, I can't emphasize enough the extent to which Scott McLuhan apparently believes that the writing is on the wall and that Kirk Cousins is going to be leaving the Redskins in the next year. McLuhan told my associate that his advice to Kirk uh, recently was stay here, ball out, have, have a monster year, and you'll get your deal next year. But McLuhan expressed then his skepticism, really that that, that, that is going to eventually come to fruition, even if Kirk does, in fact, quote, ball out, because of this rash of one-year deals that the Redskins have uh, started handing out over the last month and a half. She seems to feel has kind of backed the team into a corner a little bit, because if they if, if this year goes south, it, then we're, quote, screwed with, with the one-year deals and that there's a high likelihood that it will, quote, blow up. As an aside, I guess, if, if you're somewhat confused as to how that jives with what he had said previously about, um, you know, being very confident in the short-term future of the franchise, I, I kind of get that. It does seem like a little bit of a contradiction. I mean, trying to reconcile it myself after having thought through this information, you know, I, I, I sort of get the feeling that overall Scott feels like the team is... um still in good enough hands, and, and I'm going to just sort of insert this here myself. He seems to pretty strongly be in, inferring that um, he's confident in the Redskins' future because he actually believes in Dan Snyder and because he believes in Eric Schaefer. I, I think it kind of goes without saying that uh, he and Bruce are no longer buddies. But anyway, I think in pointing out the risk um, inherent in having so many starters on one-year deals or in the final year of their contract. I think really that that is just what he was doing, pointing out the risk. I don't. I did not have the sense that he was saying this is definitely going to blow up 
and that the Redskins are indeed screwed. Uh, but I, I think it would only be correct to note that uh, if the season goes badly, there's going to be huge roster churn next year, and that from a cap standpoint, they could be in a little bit of trouble losing um, you know, a number of uh, guys that had been contributing major snaps on both sides of the ball all at the same time. So that's pretty much it. That's the gist. Those are the main po- uh, main points, at least. And there's a little bit more that I learned, including sort of what he looked like, uh, what he was doing. I'm not going to share those things because I don't think they're particularly relevant. And I learned a couple other things about his expectations for the team over the next couple months that I'm not going to share because, uh, come on, I can't uh, I can't lay all of it uh, right out there on the table for you at once. Again, uh, I present this information to you for you to choose what to do with it, acknowledging fully that it is not necessarily gospel, that it is fairly one-sided, and that this is a little bit of a game of telephone that we just played here with with me trying to pass along what was said to somebody else. I believe pretty strongly that Scott McLuhan actually said these things and actually feels this way, and I still care about it. Um, I know he's gone, and he ain't coming back, but his two years with the Redskins was a very, very important time uh, in, in the history of this organization, I think. Uh, it happened at a critical juncture, and I think that his influence will continue to be felt in terms of this culture for the next couple of years, uh, even in his physical absence. So I hope you found some of this interesting. And if not, I don't really care. Suck it. <laughs> See you later. Go Redskins. Here's to a successful 2017 draft if the Redskins stick to Scott McLuhan's board. You have been listening to a broadcast by Burgundy Blog. On the Redskins, for the truth.